Welcome to Proudly ADHD at work and in business. I am your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius. Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome back to another episode with Coach Kathy. We are going to pick up where we left off on the 10 disciplines of self-mastery. And today we're going to cover discipline number five, which is authenticity. I like this one because when I learned about this discipline, it really opened up my eyes in a different way to authenticity. And I will cover that in this episode with you and how it was different than what I knew about standing in your truth and being authentic. I Most of my life thought I was pretty authentic. And when I got the diagnosis of ADHD, that took a different turn. And the word authenticity started to mean very different for me. So let's get to it. Stay with me as we unpack authenticity as it relates to ADHD and mindset. We often try to imitate others, and sometimes those models do give us hints as to options we can choose. But there's no one in the world like you, and so your most powerful inspiration will ultimately have to come from within. This out of one of my training material that, that I pulled out. And for me, when, when it talks about often imitate others, for ADHDers, for some of us, that may be a little bit true, and for some may be completely untrue, and we really lean into always being ourselves. And even if we're the outliers, we're, we don't care, we, we want it that way. But when I think about and reflect on my corporate days, I did try to mask some of this stuff and I did try to really fit in and be like others, you know, especially in the corporate setting where you see somebody else talking very slow and making points and very articulate. And then there was Kathy that just jumped in with my feet in my mouth and would come up with, with an idea. And mind you, my ideas were pretty kick-ass. It's just the timing would have been off. I would come across two abrupt or I wouldn't read the room properly before I came up with my ideas or blurted them out. So sometimes I really did try to be like others and try to keep up with some of my colleagues. And so that statement in different parts of our lives, I think I'd like to invite you to look at which parts of your life are you imitating others or sometimes looking at role models and wanting to be them and in what other parts of your life are you actually just being truly you and showing up with all of your beautifulness that you have? So that's one point that I like to bring up. Now let's go a little bit further. When you're authentic, you express yourself, your style, and your gifts in all that you do. That is essentially true authenticity. There's only one of you in this world, and what you bring to the table is completely unique. And let me tell you, when it comes to ADHD, dang, when we embrace that authenticity, we are really unique individuals. And even within the ADHD community, each one of us is, is different. And not all of us are the same, even though the dang label is the same, but each of us have very unique capabilities. When you're not authentic, though, 
you're coming from a place of force. And that force is effortful and it's draining. And it goes back to that example I gave earlier. When it came to work, sometimes when I had to model other people's or mimic other people, it was so forceful. It was so exhausting. And at the end of the day, I'd be like burnt right out. So it's really important to match your natural style, beliefs, social preferences, etc., to the way you live and you lead. And let's be honest, it comes with less force when it is just you embracing all of you for all that you are and just going with the flow and not making any excuses. While each of us can do many things, there's really only one thing that you can truly master, and that's being you. And I really believe in that statement. Again, another excerpt from one of uh, my training manuals, that when we lean into that one thing that we're truly good at, not only are you doing it with all of your might and talent, and actually no one can mimic what you're doing and nobody can copy it because only you know how to do that. It's not what you do that matters, really. It's how you do it. And mastery is about knowing who you really are and how you express who you really are in whatever that you choose to do. I am a firm believer of self-mastery in a way that I define self-mastery in the past I have is, is that you're, we're constantly learning, we're constantly improving, but there isn't really this attachment to an outcome, attachment to X or Y. It's just all lessons learned, experiencing, just living life. Self-mastery, if we were to go further into definition of it, it's made up of three parts. Understanding that you have a unique gift to offer to the world and that such an offering comes when you are truly, truly authentic. The second one is discovering or remembering what is it exactly your true authentic self? Who are you? What are you all about? What are your strengths? And third is sharing who you are with the world in a way that only you can do it. Love that third one. It's the only way you can do it. And to share it with all of your heart and all of your might. Self-mastery means living an abundant, fulfilled, and enjoyable life. It means feeling in control without having to control anything or anyone. It means you're at the cause instead of the effect of your life. Self-mastery means resonating at a higher frequency of energy. It means automatically attracting amazing people, places, events, opportunities, and jumping into those opportunities without fear or hesitation. Now, this one is a big chunk of stuff that I just threw at you. And some of us are in that mindset. Some of us are at the beginning of that journey of self-mastery and awareness. And some of us are, you know, maybe in it and we want to keep evolving. So wherever you are in this journey, please honor it, be in it, soak it up and tap into that curiosity of I am curious about this authenticity that Kathy talks about. And what does that look like for me? And let's just to recap, going back to our discipline, first and second and third, was first is to become aware of it, of who you are, what's happening, 
what's your brain like, all the learning that you're doing on ADHD and, and yourself. And then second, to accepting it for, okay, here's where we are. This is the state that we're in. This is, this is what's happening. And then third, start making conscious choices. And I love how this discipline is the fifth one because we got to go through the first few steps, through the first few disciplines to get to this one. Because this one, by now, if, if you've been following the disciplines, we've created a bunch of awareness. We brought up a whole bunch of things so that you get to hear there's there's good chunk of self-awareness available to you. You've been observing yourself. So then now it's like, okay, we're into authenticity. What does that look like with all that I know about myself? When you lead the way only you can and it works, you will experience a sense of joy, contribution, and purpose that will be hard to find elsewhere. So you're no longer seeking oh, let me go do this thing to find fulfillment. Let me start up this new business to find fulfillment. Let me go find another job to find fulfillment. Honestly, it's like, you know, when they say the sky is blue wherever you go. And that is so true. And you will go, the same you will go to the next job, the next business, all of that. You're carrying all of that with you. So point of this one is the more authentic you are to the way you show up, to the way you do things, it will bring you joy. It will bring you a sense of contribution, a sense of purpose, because you're always, always being in your truth. So here's the other piece of authenticity during the work time, during while you're running your business. The, there's this sense of that I see sometimes in those where they're like, well, I want to make sure my workplace is accommodating me and my needs and they're not accommodating me. And so how do I stand up for myself? How do I stand up for my needs? And for me, the way I look at that and talk about that is how are you expressing your needs? How are you expressing and staying true to who you are while asking for support and coming from a place of authenticity and also from an empowering kind of place? So for example, if I ever did go back to corporations and doing the corporate life, I will always have a recorder with me in meetings because taking notes is one thing, but then for me to review what the conversation was is going to be another thing. So it's really honoring my auditory sense of processing information and how I want to show up in a meeting. The same thing holds true when I'm doing business meetings for my company, for my coaching practice, I record my calls with my consultants that I work with is to make sure that whatever we talked about, I will go back and listen to it next time so that I can recall the information, all the goodness that was discussed. So I am being authentic in that. I'm not trying to put up this, oh yeah, I got the whole meeting. Thank you very much. I'll remember it all. No, I've got way too much going on. My working memory is all over the place. So it's how I express myself is coming from this place of empowerment that you know, for this meeting, here's what I need in order to make sure I show up at my best and that I'm able to contribute at my best. And this is how my brain processes information. I don't have to disclose I'm ADHD, really. It's just how I my brain processes information. So by being authentic means being and expressing yourself in a way that you are truly standing in your power. 
If you are trying to be your boss or some icon in your field or any other person, then you are just doing that. So if you see person X in your company is doing it the same way and you're like, okay, I'll do what that person is doing. Maybe that'll work. Or, oh, this business owner is running their business this way. Maybe I'll do that. Basically, what you're doing is you're trying, but you're not being you. You can't express who you are when you're tapping into somebody else's whatever skills that they have thinking, right, because if it works for them, it's going to work for me. It honestly, and I know this sounds so simple, but pay attention to those times where you're trying to mimic somebody else's way of running their business, somebody else's way of doing their work. You can try to be something you're not or to present yourself in a way that you're not, but that would be force and effort and you can't do it well and not for very long. And that's when burnout happens. That's where it's like something is off here. Well, because you weren't honoring all of your amazing gifts and strengths that you have within you. So my friends, embrace your authenticity, the good, the bad, or indifferent. No one in the world can lead like you. You cannot and should not perform like anybody else. That doesn't mean you can't improve. It just means that you want to improve your game, not someone else's. And when you lead according to your unique preferences, your strengths, the way that you show up, you will be much more effective and you will enjoy yourself more. I mean, isn't that what we want? Efficiency, productivity, enjoying things. And honestly, that's the secret sauce. The more you're being you, the more you're doing you in all aspects of your life, it does get easier, my friends. It truly does. And you create your own blueprint and honor that beautiful brain of yours that from time to time, this blueprint is going to change. It's going to take different shape. And that is perfectly okay. So the next time you're thinking about authenticity, the next time you're thinking about your unique self, I really want you to pay attention to how you're showing up as your uniqueness in this world, as you with your beautiful supersonic brain, with your creative mind, with your analytical mind, with thinking through different things with different lenses and seeing different perspectives before anybody else does, all of that good stuff. How much of your essence of who you are do you honor and show up with that throughout the day? Some practical questions would be, what is the best time for you to perform certain tasks? Are you a morning person, afternoon person? This whole 5 a.m. club that's out there, this whole start doing your work once you put the kids to bed, all of that stuff that I see on social media often around how to get more done, all of that to me is hustle. All of that to me is fear-based. It's not really honoring purpose and ourselves and what we stand for and what our rhythm looks like. What is our true authentic self in the way not only do we want to be who we want to be and what we want to do. So in this one is really also pay attention to the doing part. It's one thing to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm really authentic with myself. I, I am always of integrity and all that good stuff. But then it's how are you doing the doing part? Is that also aligning with who you really are? You know, the fact that some of us work better in places where there's some background noise in a coffee shop, 
That's you honoring your authentic way of working. And it doesn't mean it works for everybody, but that works for you. And if somebody's going to look at you sideways for wanting to do work that way, their problem, not yours. Again, it's the whole authenticity for me. When I look at this, the more we create and normalize this brain of ours of this is how we operate. This is who we are. I truly believe the more we become stronger, confident in how we show up, managing our ADHD, being authentic so that we're not coming from a place of defiance and resistance and anger or victim mentality. We're coming from a place of opportunity. We're coming from a place of growth. We're coming from a place of, I'm just learning and I'm marching to the beat of my drum on how this brain of mine works and not really making excuses for it, but each action that you take is another way of understanding how your brain operates and what is your owner's manual towards managing your beautiful brain. So my friend, that was authenticity in a package for you, the discipline of authenticity. Out of the 10 disciplines, we're at five now. And again, just to recap, we went through awareness, acceptance, conscious choice, trusting the process, and now authenticity. So we have five more left to cover. Next, I will be talking about fearlessness and confidence and connection and presence in the moment. And finally, just being your 100% energetic self. Boom. Can't wait to cover the rest five with you. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.